the sauce room of Brian Howard's Rip Palace, somewhere in northeastern Los Angeles, it's the Brian Howard Show! And here's your host, Brian Howard! Yes, welcome out there, people of the world, into my world. This is Brian Howard, your internet buddy. Introducing me today, that was Dave Cox. I'm sitting here in the Howard HQ studios with the aforementioned and her suit, Dave Cox. Brought his own headphone extender. I know you didn't. And Jack Dagger. Yeah. To his right. And the introduction does not make mockery or light of your perceptions, fellow babies, if I can quote Venus Flytrap. We are, in fact, here at Howard HQ, three men. Three manly men, or at least as masculine as any of us know. Yep. And we're eating ribs. We're eating real. An animal was killed to bring you today's show. Yeah. Well, several animals were killed. Yeah. Well, one pig. I had a deer in the way over. Okay. A deer in the way over. Yep. And and one of our fish in the backyard. I strangled an ocelot. Strangled an ocelot. He had it coming. Now, Dave. Yeah. We're in the show. Me and Jack. Me and Jack. Jack and I were getting ready to roll in the show, and I got a text from you that you were en route. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You want to explain your existence here today? Whether I mean <laughs> your existence. Yeah, hey, Brian. I think we're all put on this earth to realize. That's not what I mean. What we have a group. On Facebook, how yes. we and that's how we communicate. We use secret group. a secret group. None of you can see it. We're all talking about you. About you, specifically. And I'm going to read verbatim what you wrote. Uh, I, I, I recall it being incredibly clear. You think so? What do you, I, what do you think you wrote? It. What do you think you wrote on this week's, hey, everybody sign in, who's in this week's show? And, and just for you, folks at home, the show is very loosely assembled. I asked my co-host crew, of which there's four or five of them, mm-hmm. who can make it. And they say, I can, I can, I can, I can't, yada, yada. And from that, I, I build the show. Right. I say, okay, you come on. You maybe sit out this week because mm-hmm. if you have this issue, I'd rather have you not have to worry about right, it. Like just... I had a horrible cold last week. Yeah. Is that what we're going to go with? That's what was the deal. Oh, um, never mind. I'm thinking about two weeks ago. Anyway. Oh, two weeks ago. Yeah. 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 We'll get to that later, maybe. No, we won't. Okay. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I should have asked you off air. You I'm should sorry. have, you son of a... Do you want me to edit this part out? No. That's fine. All right. We won't talk about it. But what uh, What do you think you wrote on this week's... Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, hey, guys. I can't wait to see you. Uh, I'll be right over. I'll see you. Uh, I'm excited about the show. Yay. Okay. That's what you think. That's kind of what I think. There was something about ribs in there, but basically, yes. Yeah, because I mentioned, come on over. Jack mentioned, I want to come over early and chow down on some ribs. And that's why you guys are both enjoying a lovely plate God, of Brian's. These are good. Thank you. I'm getting Amazing. good at it. It's, all, it's only my uh, fourth attempt at my new smoker. I did a pork butt. Anyway, I digress. That's what you think you said? Kind of. Okay. Your exact words. Dave Cox. I hear ribs are good for a cold. My cold is almost gone, but I think it would be wise to... To not take any chances and eat some ribs. I'll see you at noon. That's pretty clear. At the end, everything up to I'll see you at noon implies you're not coming for reasons of your cold. Then I switched it around. You're hedging your bets, buddy. Yeah, at the very end, though. And I honestly didn't know if you were being serious or not. You being a jokester. Right. That's why I was kind of jokey leading up to the I'll see you at noon. Is that what it was? Uh Uh-huh. Plausible deniability. You think that's what it was? That's what it was. Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad you're here. How are, how are the ribs? God, they're good. They're All right. freaking delicious. So can we get to the news? I have news? a lunch meeting after this, yeah. and yet I'm still eating these ribs. Does a lunch meeting imply you must eat? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it does. Is it? I mean, if you're doing business, I assume you're doing business. Yeah. Doing shows, yep. talking to producers, yep. doing important showy, busy, magic-y stuff. Yeah, really. All of that is true. All true. And if you go into the uh, Musso and Franks mm-hmm. in Hollywood or right. something like that, I'm trying to think of what you the Cheesecake Factory, the Glendale Galleria. Yeah, they go hand in hand. <laughs> they really do. Right? <laughs> big, big Hollywood power meeting sure. at uh, TGI Fridays. Right. Or Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Benigans. And you say, no, thank you. The menu gets passed around. You have to eat. Now, have you not gone to a lot of these meetings, Dave? I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm piercing into your brain. I want to know your worldview. Right. You're gonna eat. You're gonna eat. You got to order something. You got to eat. It reflects on you what you order. I think at a lunch meeting. For you example, the power meal would be what meat, meat and tater. Yeah, like meat. And potato. It depends on who you're meeting with. This you is know. Hollywood, where a lot of people are Maybe meeting with a vegan or vegetarian. You got to be kind of cool. I usually ask the. Is person, that power though? If you. Go ahead. We're gonna say, you go. What if I just say, "Oh, vegan, huh? I'll take the rib platter." No, no, you were, <laughs> you were. It sounded like you were implying that if it's a vegan, maybe, or you, that's why I, I feel like I interrupted. But no, oh, yeah, I was gonna say if you're a vegan or vegetarian that you're dining with, maybe you don't want to order the big rack of ribs and okay. then just suck the bones while you talk to them. But does it, does that them, mean this was once alive? Crack. <laughs> yes. Unless you hold the position to power in that negotiation. Mm-hmm. But 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 if just keep saying, you sure you don't want to try one? (laughs) (laughs) But if you're eating with a vegan, yeah, isn't ordering vegan food, which would, and if you're not a vegan, you normally would, in fact, order the ribs or the steak. Doesn't that make you into a bit of a supplicant? Thank you. There's the word. I was in my. I was about to say something else. I don't know. To me, you just don't want to, you know, rub something in their face. Quite Um, literally. Well, don't take the steak and slap them upside the head with it. Uh, steak upside the head. There is a there is a German website for that. I there is dot de uh, steak upside the head dot de steaks members only the head dot de. Oh, that's wonderful. We take an iron steak and unschlap the head with it while we do the mitten and the clothes and the nudity. <laughs> that's crazy. It's that? very crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You got to mm. use that. Oh, that's nice. So you're gonna eat again. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna eat again. Where are you going? Is, is it a is it a steaky potato place or uh, is it a vegan uh, place? I'm going to Hugo's in the Valley, which is mm. a lovely breakfast place. Is all I've ever had in it. But I assume they also have great food. Mm-hmm. Though uh, the person I'm dining with is not a vegan. However, they have fantastic vegan fare apparently at Hugo's based on their uh, Yelp review that I <laughs> happened to glance at while I was checking out. Is it in Echo Park? It is not. Okay. He says in the valley. Sherman Oaks. Oh, he did say that, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, Sherman Valley Oaks. Village. Valley Village. Yeah. Is Echo Park in the valley? <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> now, not the Seriously? Point. Just just to yeah, clarify seriously. to those listeners who are oh, not, okay. not living in LA. Oh, okay. Right. Talk about our many boroughs. No, but seriously, where's Echo Park? Echo Park would be, I would call that sort of the eastern edge of the west side. Whoa. We are currently in the northern edge of the east side, I would say. Whoa. Or the north side. Huh. How's that? You like that? Clear as mud. Yeah, thanks. Anyway, glad you're here, Dave. Just glad to be here. When I got the text, be there in seven, I'm like, didn't this guy just say no? I mean, everything in this sentence, I hear ribs are good for a cold. My cold is almost gone. And by the way, next But why col- take chances? I should eat some ribs. See you at noon. That's pretty clear. But I wait a minute. I take you one way and then zag. <laughs> yes, that's not clear. 
That's not clear to take me one way. That's bait, bait and I'm sorry, Brad. I, I thought I was dealing with a comedy professional. Oh, you are. Well, there you Barely. <laughs> I was going to say slam. Oh. Anyway, glad you guys are here. Uh, what has been up in the weeks? Uh, Jack, what's been going on with you this past week, my friend? You were over at my house Sunday. Oh, yeah, we had the had the ribs, the we're, 1.0. We're eating leftovers. Yeah, we're eating leftovers. Ribs are way better. Well, not way better, but they're certainly just as good two days later. Oh, my mm. God. They're just they're just as better. Yeah. It's like red beans and rice. They're, they're better the second time around. Absolutely. You know that. You know that's right. I do know that's right. What have you been doing with your family? Uh, we have a fish now because we worked a fish booth at the Two-ish Bot Festival. I think I mentioned that last week. Yeah. Did, did you say the Two-ish Festival? A two two. Bishvat Festival. Bishvat. I believe it's, it's Jewish. Because I thought he said Jewish festival. But it is a Jewish festival. The tu- Tubas Festival of the Tubas. I used to play tuba, and this is great. And you missed the festival. I did. The Tubish people believe in, of course, the legend of one night they were holed up in a warehouse, uh-huh. and uh, they had nine tubas that lasted mm-hmm. for, or they had one tuba that they were able to play for nine days. For nine days. <clears throat> went forever. Yeah. It went forever. Wow. Like, how's this guy yeah. playing the tuba? That's a lot of breath. He's like guitar on the drums. So every year they have a they have a a a, a tube Nora. Huh. <laughs> a tube Nora. <laughs> yeah. That's close. Yeah. Yeah. Close enough. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, it's good. That's anyway. good. But we, uh, <laughs> my wife and I worked a booth because um, like it's a, a fundraiser, it's a huge school. fundraiser for the school. That's cool. And uh, it was a fishing booth where you got to throw these rings. Over these little penguins with their upstretched noses, and if are they stationary penguins? They're or are they floating, in little, and moving oh, in, in the water, and on the water. Are they on a, the little loop? Do they do the little track? Is it that? There's one? no current. They no just current. you hit them once, and they all start to move. Oh. so if you miss your first shot, then you're screwed because you got to start chase the. True, when you're normal, average hunting of penguins Experience, from a helicopter that's, is that's right, very much like that. Whether you're using a suppressed rifle or a regular yeah. rifle, when you get one penguin, they all start to move. They all move. Very easy to get your first uh, bagging your first penguin on a penguin safari. Easy, very easy. Piece well, of cake. Second one harder. Reach into the choir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cows. Easy. You can get nine of them in a day. I back nine one day. You really could. You they just don't cows. move. They just wow. don't. You, you walk up one to of them, them, and the other one's like, "Oh, what's going on?" Yeah. yeah. Just I just bought a drill. Didn't even bring a gun. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that takes some patience. That did. Hey, what do you, you do? What's, what's going on? I, oh. <laughs> and then what? I had, hey, what, what happened to Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's weird. <laughs> All right. So you throw the ring on the penguin. <laughs> throw the ring on the penguin. And on the back wall of the booth, uh, somebody found a projector and we're watching Finding Nemo. Because it, it goes with the theme. Because it goes with the no, theme. No, it doesn't. There's penguins. Not, not theme. Well, well, oh, wait. You throw the ring on the penguin, and you, but you win a fish. You win okay, a there fish. Okay, there's the fish. But here's, here's the irony. We're watching this movie, uh, Finding Nemo, which is about a cute little clownfish that was taken out of its precious environment and put into an aquarium for somebody else's enjoyment. And that's a bad thing. Yeah. And someone's trying to go and find Nemo, hence the yeah. name of the goddamn movie. And here we go. So we, kids are watching Nemo. Then they throw their rings. They hit a penguin. They, they bag the penguin. They get a fish. But they get to take home a fish to put into an aquarium. Yeah. Which, which in the entire film of Finding Nemo is the, the, is the whole point, major plot that point that that's not a good thing. It's not a wild cool. Fish. Now not these cool. fish, in their defense, in the defense of the game, I see your point. Probably not the best. I, I think the game's fine. Why not? If the kids can't no, care great. of the beta fish, good for them. Mm-hmm. They get a little pet. 
And do betas even exist in the real world? You know what? Come to think of it, they fight each other. So yeah, they can't where, be. In where could ball, they right? exist in the real world? Well, I think they fight each other, and the strongest one and wins. And so it's like Highlander for fish. There can be only one. There can, there can be only one. <laughs> that was great, Christopher really, Lambert. Thank you. It's fantastic. It's a very. It's, uh, pronoun- it's pronounced Lambert. It does not come up very often. Christopher Lambert. Yeah. No, it does. Uh, an impression of him. What does he do now? He's uh, got a podcast. <laughs> He's you. killing cows with a drill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would that he, sound he like? I'll be the cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta oh. be Christopher Lambert first. Just stay silent. <laughs> it will all come out fine. <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if that wasn't worth the price of admission to today's show, I don't know what was. We just presented Christopher Lambert. I don't either. Killing a cow with a drill. Somebody's phone's still on. Anyway. That's Dave's, the late arriving guy, always leaves his phone on. So He's probably not the best concept to put that in the background. But, but yeah. Yeah, but we got, so, yeah, you know, we got a fish. I'm trying to think of what the analogy for that be. So you have this fish. Oh, you took so one home. We from took the, one home, oh, yeah. Good for you. So for our son, Jack Arthur, he has a fish now. Oh, cool. And we're like, what do you want to name the, the fish? Yeah. And, and he goes, fish. I want to name it Jack Arthur Abrams. A little conceited, isn't he? Is wow. he? Very. He's a little conceited, self-centered. A little bastard. Name like, my first pet after myself. But then I'm thinking, this this fish is going to die tomorrow. And there's a weird stigma. Of, you know, wait, wait, you know this? I just have you a good feeling. You have a, have a, a plot feeling. already in I'm, place? I'm ready to go. You know a guy? I got the, the toilet. The fish owes money to some guys downtown? Let's just say I've greased the toilet flusher. I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay. I'm ready to flush that fish down. That's not a euphemism, right? It, it is now. Okay. And um, I didn't want, we didn't want to name the fish after our son because, you know, w- when it dies, there's that weird stigma. Hey, Jack Arthur Abrams. Jack Arthur Abrams just died. And he wants to name it Jack Arthur Abrams. Yeah, so Jack like, or Arthur Abrams. No. So I'm like, let's, let's come on, give it a different name. So he goes, Heffa. And he pauses. And I thought I was going to say Heffa Lumps. I'm Heffa like, Lumps. well, that's cool. Heffa Lumps he goes, and But then he goes, Heffa Landies. <laughs> Great Greek poet. I believe he wrote some off- awesome epic poems, Hephalandes. I'm like, no, can't you just give it a normal name like Steve? Yeah. And then Jack looks at me and he goes, Martin? Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> You're three. How do you know that? Well, it is a common name. Does, does he know somebody named Martin? No, he doesn't have any Martins in his class. I'm sure he's cool. talking about the actual Steve Martin. He is. But, and, and yeah, I, he's a I, national treasure. He is a national treasure. To a four-year-old? To everyone, nine. Brian. How is he aware of Steve Martin in your well, house? I, the only thing I can think of is I have just been finished reading the Picasso play he wrote. Oh. I'd never read it before. I just wrote it, read it the week Agile. before. The Picasso at the Lapin Agile. Yeah. And... I must have mentioned his name out loud. You must have just said it. I must have just said like, it. Honey, hey, can honey. I have some more coffee? I'm busy reading Steve, Steve Martin's Martin. play. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what must have happened. Wow. And it stuck in his head. So when I said, just call him Steve, just randomly, he yeah. goes, mm-hmm. Martin? Yeah. And I even tweeted it and tagged Steve Martin in the tweet. I'm like, yeah. I'm it. Nice. Nothing. Well, at least you picked a talented dude who still walks the earth. If he had said Bill and, you, and, and, and he would have filled in with Hicks. Oh, you know, famous dead comedian. You'd go, oh, yeah. But yeah, cool. if he'd said Bill Murray, there you go. Or he could have said Philip and been pro- a prophet. 
Oh, Seymour Hoffman. Too soon. No, you're not making fun. You're just saying that's uh, the man passed away. Let's yeah. get into that. Oh, oh, wait, sorry, before before yeah. we do, just on this fish thing where your kids die, do you think there's a market? Because I had an idea right now. I have ideas for products all the time. Yeah. It's are we millionaires right now, Dave? We just don't know it yet? Not yet. Okay. Not about yet. To, are you about to be? I retain all rights. All right. What about like a little rope ladder? A little tiny rope ladder with a suction cup on it. Okay. So if your kid's fish dies, you just put the rope ladder. Oh, my God. It goes up over the Over side. the edge of the tank. And, and little like, wet just leave a little, a little wet footprints and leave a little note. Oh, my Same. God. Be back later. Back to the sea. Well, oh, back well, to the sea. What yeah, would the note sure. be? It would be, yeah. oh, I thank you, uh, Jack, or whoever the owner of the fish yeah. is. Thank you. Uh, lovely spending time with you. I now chose to go back to the sea. Mm-hmm. I will t- I will speak fondly of you to my fish friends. You might um, be on to something. Of think? which there can be only one. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. Oh. We'll be back with Act 2 of uh, the Brian Howard Show. Sitting here with Dave Cox, uh, Jack Dagger, and Christopher Lambert. A big stack of ribs. There's no. You see that, guys? Yeah, I see it. What is that? Jack, what's on my plate? That looks like the chef's reward. Uh, no. No, it looks like the remnants, the remaining it's, it is, of rib. It's the last rib mm-hmm. in the house. Is I, on my plate, untouched by my hands. Well, that's just because you usually eat with your feet. Yeah. I, I put, put it up. I've only had six. <laughs> <laughs> only. That's it. And you've got, you've got one. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I'm showing it to you two guys. The look on your face is wonderful. <laughs> Dave looks as if he's like Oliver Twist asking for more. More. I was doing an impression of your dog, Brian. It was. Um, if I'm whoever I'm happy with with their performance on the next act gets the rib. Oh dear. Oh, right. that's a lot of pressure. Is that is that too control freak of me? No, that's fair. No, that's fair. What if Jenny were here? Oh, because she's vegan. Yeah. Oh, I would uh, have a little pile of uh, hummus next to it. Oh, okay. But I think Jenny would still compete viciously for the rib, whether so she too. wanted it or not. Oh, she so would. Too. Just lord it over And us. then she'd discard it and laugh at Ooh. us. Oh, in front of us. Did she do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, she'd just rub dirt on it. Glad she's not here. Yeah. Me too. Shit. So anyway, thank you guys I for- hate her. <laughs> thank you guys for staying tuned in to the Brian Howard Show. Uh, I am, again, your internet buddy, Brian Howard. If you're new to the show, we are a mostly weekly show. We've been at it for 107 shows now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's more than Seinfeld. That's more than... I don't think so. No. Nowhere near. But we're close to being syndicated. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Anyway, so if you're new to the show, this is how you do it, folks. You probably uh, are listening right now from the web browser on your computer. You're at brianhowardcomedy.com. You clicked on the podcast button. It took you to the list of all the episodes, and you chose this one. Don't know why. Something in the title of it, which we don't know the title of it as we record it, because I add that in later. You know. (laughs) Uh... It inspired you to listen. We want to thank you guys for that. For you regular listeners to the show, we want to thank you for staying, sticking around with us. And you guys already know this, that we are a listener-supported show. Listener-supported show. Dave, what does that mean? That means, Brian, that there's not some nameless, faceless corporation who's giving us money to shill for them. You know, like Exxon. Exxon, the finest gas around. 
We are supported by you, you individual people sitting, making your own decisions, leading your own lives, doing what you want to do, fueling your car with delicious Exxon gas. Selecting Coke as your favorite soft drink because you want to, mm-hmm. no matter what language. <laughs> yeah, so folks, we're listener supported, so we want to thank you for listening to the show. We could not do it without you. Uh, if you're listening from the pod, uh, from the website, I should say, go on over to the podcast page of BrianHowardComedy.com. You will see a PayPal link right there on the top. Uh, it says, go ahead, it's a little PayPal button. Go ahead and click on that. That'll take you to our donations page. You can drop in whatever you want into the virtual hat. If the show's worth a dollar, drop that in. If it's worth $2, drop that in. A lot of people lately, a uh, few people, I'll try to get their names out by the end of the show, drop in chunks they just drop in a wad i won't even say how much just they drop in you know a two-digit number mm. would, would you say a load uh, not a load i would say they drop in a wad a wad a wad they drop okay. in a wad and then they're and i think their thinking is i'm good for a year now and you know what you folks know who you are and you know what you are good for a year so oh. if you want to do it like that go right ahead if you want to just drop it in dribs and drabs drop it in dribs and drabs because without those dribs and the drabs we can't keep bringing you guys to the show anyway we are back jack you alluded to coke and the commercial, which has everybody in a tizzy. Kill, kill, kill the... I don't think it has everybody in a tizzy. No, thank all, you. All of the right people in a tizzy. Yes, it has people that, for whatever reason, need... And I'm doing the classic hard drug heroin gesture on my arm now. Need to be in a tizzy to feel a little bit self-important. That's right. Yeah. Coca-Cola, if you guys missed it, this uh, Sunday the Super Bowl was on, and we'll talk about more stuff in the Super Bowl um, in a second. They had an ad, and I actually missed the ad first one. I was so busy being host. I had folks over here to the house. Mm-hmm. And I was being, I was kid wrangling. You were kid wrangling. I By the way, I was home asleep. <laughs> okay. Then you definitely missed it. I did. Uh, unless it got into your brain like Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. like Freddy Coker. No, I saw it later on Facebook, of course, because a billion people were posting. And that's how At I least thought. on my friends, they were posting, look at these awful idiots who are complaining about the yeah. Coke commercial. Yeah. But what, you know, come on. What, what is wrong with some people? I hate what? to start a segment with such <laughs> what, a broad what question. Is wrong? <laughs> why, why do you have to press one for English is what I have to ask you, Brian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I have to ask you. That's you got to ask me. I, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's sad to me that there's a certain cross-section of our culture, and I don't want to put any label on it. Just Let's just say these people. Whatever title mm-hmm. goes above that, you fill in the blank, because I don't think you need to put that title above it. There's a certain kind of person that wants to be upset about Something, and I think mm-hmm. it makes them feel a certain way. Yeah, and those people are all over this great country of ours. All over. Doesn't can, matter. Can, we call, can we call them proto hippies? Uh, proto would imply future hippies? Future yeah, because they're not hippies. normal hippies. Hippies that are instantaneously develop into a photograph after one minute of shaking it? Yeah, shake them. Mm. Shake them and they that, shake that them like a proto hippie. That, that doesn't, doesn't help you shake a hippie. No. I no. thought that did. I thought when you shook a hippie. No. Uh, he developed into a, into a conservative. No. That's no? That's in, if you shake a conservative, <laughs> I think he, he'll after a minute, he'll be, he'll so. <laughs> What's the damn uproar? Some of the ridiculous quotes out there, I don't have any of them in front of me right now. I wish I kind of got off on the subject before having my research in front of me. Uh, but it's just asinine. It's it's asinine and filled with hate and yeah. weirdness. But hold on, let's recap what, you, yeah, what, the, what happened, actually. There's a Coke ad, and it just shows people, it starts off, they're singing America the Beautiful. Right. In English. In English. God's language. Right. 
And it slowly evolved into uh, it, it, another language. I don't even know the order. I think it goes from Spanish to French to Hindi. Who the hell yeah, knows? Many, many other languages. Now, all people here in America. The yes. idea of the commercial is America the Beautiful is the song they're singing. Mm-hmm. Not as many people who have Twittered about it, the national anthem. Yes. Which is, is the not Star-Spangled that. Banner. Which, to be honest, I, I would... I would like America the Beautiful to be our national anthem. It's, it's, a, it's easier a, song to sing. It's an acceptable a separate, alternative separate national anthem. Anyway. You're legally. Saying. Legally, it's an acceptable alternative national anthem. Yeah. But I don't think the people who are Twittering about it know that. I think they're just like, America is Yeah. Like that. So Bill Cosby got involved? I don't know. When did that happen? It did. I do not endorse the Twitter feed of the people with the anti-coke. <laughs> um, so people rose up because it's it's all of these people singing America the Beautiful from all over the world who have come to this country and are enjoying the beauty of or America. Or at least that's, oh, what, they that's what they represent. That's what they represent. More than likely They've come to America and are loving America. They're in this country, though. In this country, the okay. great melting pot. Right. Yeah. right. Here Which used to be an attribute. It was something that we celebrated. Right. Then I think that's the ridiculousness of this. When okay, we don't know when it happened, right? But there was a point in our lifetime mm-hmm. where the very idea that hey, we're a melting pot. A lot of people come here from other countries and they become Americans. There is no American identity that's based on any kind of race. There shouldn't be religion, creed, whatever. Just you're here, you're a citizen, you are an right. American. Right. So, but right. now that's a bad thing to a certain cross section. Right. But even a, to I mean, celebrate a hundred years ago, even a hundred years ago, you would say. Boy, hey, Clancy, don't you love America? Isn't it the great melting pot? Oh, you love it. It's a great melting pot. Welcome, everybody, hey. except the fucking Italians. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, there's always somebody. There's always you know, something, yeah. There's always something. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, so all these Americans uh, who are originally from other countries are here, and they're singing their native language about how great America is. Many, many, many people found it a very heartwarming, very patriotic commercial. Mm-hmm. Other people, other people found mm-hmm. it an incredible insult to America because they weren't singing in English and all these damn foreigners yeah. like that damn terrorist Miss America. Oh, the Indian young lady. Oh. What? You mean she's not a Muslim she's, terrorist? No, she's of Isn't Indian she, descent. She's what? Not, she's not Pakistani? No. Oh, ooh, I think she's Indian. No, she's sure? Indian. Yeah, she's, she's, totally she's subcontinent. Let's go with that. She's from the peninsula. No, she's in, right. well. She was born here in America, and we're talking about she's in America. But yeah, but it, I think it's the same people. Yeah, that. But are they really upset? And I brought this up every time a story like this comes up on our show. I think I always say this, and I'm, I hope people aren't getting sick of hearing me. But is it, we're outrage addicts. Are the people that are expressing outrage really genuinely at their heart? If we could peel apart their skin, their flesh, their bones, and get down to the little tiny molecule that represents who they really are, are they genuinely outraged? Or is it fake outrage to once again give them that, I'm doing again the gesture for drug addiction, right, right, that yeah. need to have that uh, that drug of I'm, I'm so outraged, which is fueled by the internet? I think it's half and half maybe. I think yeah. the, the proto-hippies, because that's a new word now. Okay. The proto hippies are. No, like you say proto hippies because when you use it a few minutes ago, I, I, it almost sounded like you're making that sound like a that would be a conservative person. Do you mean a hippie? No, a hippie. Yeah, the, okay. the, so a liberal the, person. The, the modern version of what happened in the '60s. Okay, you know, because okay. we don't really have hippies anymore, but and not the way they were. A tree hugging, crystal chomping, dirt chewing. You just described Bernie hippie. Man. Hippie. I did. That's yeah. not. No? That's not. Uh, okay. Really, technically hippies anymore. All right. Uh, the new nouveau. 
Reach hippies? Whatever. I'm what just, you, call you, you mean the hippies. You mean you, a, a, a leftist view of the world. Yeah, those okay. are the guys where it's a hobby. A liberal view of the world. It's a, they're hobbyists. Who's a hobbyist? The ones who want, who smack addicts who just need to be angry at something. They're the, the people that, I wish you would. Yeah. I wish you would do something fucked up so I could complain about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's those people. Wait, are you, right. are you saying that the, yeah, I'm still not sure the new hippies are, the, are now conservatives who are racists? Yeah. Or are you saying the people who are angry at the people who are angry are hippies? I, you've confused me. Yeah, Have confused I? me, Jack Dagger. Confused, huh. confused me. Are you agreeing with me that there's people that are that are addicted to outrage? Only half. I'm, oh. I'm halfway agreeing with you. Okay, and, which okay, and that's the half. Now, okay, these, these <laughs> I'm going to put another a hobby. I'm going to put a wrinkle in this even further and say that I think the majority of us are addicted to the outrage, and it just depends on which side the pendulum is swinging. A a a, a hyper conservative uh, react uh, mm-hmm. uh, mention or or media concept would have people, perhaps your proto hippies, which are still trying to find out who they are. It's a great word. <laughs> would mm-hmm. freak out. We're all, and we'll get to that in a second. About another thing about this. Well, right now, uh, the crazy outrage, the fact that the. The musicians during the halftime show weren't really playing their instruments. Well, that's just fucked up. <laughs> Seriously. I'm outraged up. by your fucked upness. Yeah. Well, you're How outraged at my outrage? Who do I'm the, outraged at your outrage. Who do they the chili wear. peppers think they are? I'll bet you it's we're going to do a little research. We're going to find out all those years ago when they just wore socks over their penises that actually that was a full body suit looked just like their body. What? And the sock was their actual dingle dang what? Mm. Their dingle dings look yes. like socks? Yes. That's a hell of a tattoo. They lied to us back wow. then, whenever that wow. was. And how weird that those guys would find each other somehow. You know, was that a support group? No, they. Yeah, there was an no, online it's a app. suit. It's a My suit. My cock look- looks like a sock. Oh. What? So does mine. <laughs> Let's form a band and take our shirt off. All right. But we better work out. We better call ourselves Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, just everybody's freaking out about that. Flea issued a statement saying, Flea. fuck all y'all. No. 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 He's issued a statement, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here again, that, look, here's the deal. We did it on a lark. We did it because we were offered it. Bruno Mars came to us. We like him. He said, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have you do give it away now in the middle of this montage of his music. You mean the... Yes. Yeah, that song. Yes. By Roger Rabbit. Yes. Yes. Roger Rabbit in the form of Anthony uh, Kiedis. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they did that song. Um, and, and his response was essentially, yeah, we weren't plugged in uh, because when you do the Super Bowl halftime, you have very little time to set up. I mean, literally, they yank those stages out. Everything gets turned mm-hmm. on. The lights come up. Go. You have exactly 24 minutes or whatever long mm-hmm. it is. It's usually longer. You, the halftime of the Super Bowl is usually longer because of how elaborate these shows are yeah, getting. Yeah, yeah. It's far uh, far from the day when a band just went out there and played. A marching band, which I wouldn't mind seeing again. Which I great. used to do. And which, you, you speak about these 24-minute slots. We do that shit all the time. Yeah. People give us weird live. environments, and you have to adapt to the strange new environment, mm-hmm. and they say, ready, set, go. And you're like, yeah. what? Oh, crap. I got 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes to kill, I gotta, and I got to kill it. Right. But and you are playing acoustically. No. Yes, like, you are. Not when you, you when and you, me. 
Like, well, we, what are you talking about? I, us as performers. Oh, I thought you meant as a, as a marching band. Well, I mean, the marching band, too. <laughs> well, yeah. You rehearse and play it. You're playing right. acoustically. Yeah. Oh, I see. You're, you're comparing it to what we do on stage. Yes, do. but I doubt any of the three of us in this room are ever going to be asked to do the Super Bowl halftime show. Says you, Brian Says Howard. Says you, Brian. All right. right. I should aim higher, apparently. The, the Cox and Dagger Show mm-hmm. is coming up next. I saw the Cox and Dagger Show. The uh, uh, best time in Tijuana I ever had in my life. <laughs> I'll bet. It was great. But... Flea's uh, statement is true. They don't have a lot of time to set up. So you have this ethical dilemma. And you kind of, I guess, we're seeing what side you fall on it, Jack. Do the show and fake it, and but just do it anyway and rock out. Because the singer, Anthony, was really singing. The rest of the guy is not really playing. Yeah. Uh, Josh, I can't pr- pronounce his last name on the guitar for the Chili Peppers. Duhamel? Is that what it is? Jumping around so insanely, there's no, and I play the guitar, there's no way you're hitting all those notes correctly and sounding right as insanely as he's jumping. And I'm watching it live thinking, I don't think they're really playing because he cannot jump around that much and actually be hitting these notes in this progression and yada, yada. Because I wow. played that song a little bit in my life. Mm. Not the hardest song in the world, but you jump around to a certain extent, it's almost impossible to play the line. Mm. I got suspicious. Then, of course, the next day it turns out they're not playing. So Unless the- you're in a marching band. And you're used to moving a lot. Yeah, but in a marching band, even the and way your elbows are up, right, and you're playing the trumpet, right, you're not jumping around like freak show. You're not. <laughs> what, your band did? Sometimes. All right. Mm-hmm. But my point is, if I can get to it, mm-hmm. I'm off on a parenthetical now for about 20 minutes dealing with go. Jack. My point is, he addressed the ethical dilemma that I guess the band went through. We're going to play. We're told we cannot play live. We're They're known, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, as being a pretty musically pure group mm-hmm. they believe in rock out you know rock out with your with your cock out with your yeah, socks out yeah, quite literally out. Yeah. yeah no shirts on let's just go for it mm-hmm. we're real we're real we're real and they decided you know it's it's going to be a lark it's going to be fun it's going to be a moment anthony's going to really be singing we're just going to be miming it to the background track which apparently they recorded just for that they re-recorded mm-hmm. just a version of it just okay. for that it takes a sting out of it i guess mm-hmm. uh and then they fake like they're playing. Now, a lot of people commented on, and this is interesting. Let me tell you. Well, first of all, what do you guys think of that? If 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 you're not Dave Cox magician, you're not Jack Dagger knife thrower, you're Dave Cox rock band member, Jack Dagger rock band member, and famous rock band member. Okay, I come yeah. to you from the Super Bowl and I say, Dave, Jack, hey, you're in the same band. You're in uh, what, what, Cock Daggers, Cox Daggers, <laughs> Cox Daggers. Yes. So it's possessive. It's his. It's his daggers. It's his daggers. Okay. Mm, fuck. So How you're. That <laughs> Oh, you just, <laughs> dude, you just gave him the lead in the band. Oh You're just God. one of the daggers. That's fine. It's Cox and the Daggers Cox now. And the daggers. That's fine. You're a famous band. Maybe you're not in your prime anymore. Let's be honest. Chili Peppers, not sure. famous as they sure. were nope. when we were they're, younger then. Hall of Famers. They're, they're from our generation, kind of. Right. right. Younger kids might not even know who they are. Yeah. Uh, you're going to play in this event that's going to be seen by the largest audience you've ever played for in your life. And that is a fact. Mm-hmm. Televised audience. Yeah. But... You cannot play live. You must fake it to the music. Mr. Cox of Cox Dagger, mm-hmm. are you interested in the gig? Are Absolutely. Those, why Absolutely. are you interested are you in it? Why? Uh, well, you know. Uh, it pays a lot. It pays a lot. It's the Super Bowl. It's not that much of a you know artistic thing. If they recorded the track specifically for this, they played live yeah. to do it. But you're known you know. as being you. Yeah. Dave Cox, you're famous. All your albums with Dagger. Yeah. Your 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 first album, Cox Dagger One, I still have. Right. Sure. I have it on LP. Do you have that's Cox a- Dagger Four Zoso? I do have that one. I have a bootleg of it. Okay. Mm, a bootleg. That's Hope that's okay with you guys. I'm sorry. A guy from Australia, a friend of mine, he sent me a bootleg right. tape. That's Is that right. okay? Okay. Mm. Anyway, 
You're famous, Coxdagger. You're famous for being balls to the wall, kick-ass, sure. honest musicians. I just have one question. Yes, Dagger of Coxdagger. How much does it pay? Uh, a lot. I don't know. Probably a million dollars. Probably around there. I haven't made that much lately. I'll do it. <laughs> okay. So the money then. All right. I think. But, but then, okay, but, but what do you do? Now, I've heard of people that have done similar things. And, in fact, in Flea's statement, he commented that they did a show. They did a rehearsal for appearance on uh, Top of the Pops. And I'm paraphrasing. Folks out there listening can find the Flea statement uh, online just by searching it right now. Um, and apparently during the rehearsal process, they were told they could not play live. And uh, they purposely decided then to, to, to kind of screw with the system. So in the rehearsal process, Flea is playing his bass with his shoe. Uh, apparently, they <laughs> staged a little wrestling match in the middle of the performance. I guess Anthony st- gets on top of um, one of the because they've gone through so many guitarists. Josh Duhamel. I think it was the guy, it was the other guy, John. <laughs> I can't pronounce his name. Fernandez. There. Oh my God, he knows all the guitarists to the uh, ever. It's that hard to pronounce Fernandez? It's not Fernandez. But it is John. We digress. So they purposely tried to fuck with it. And their message to the audience was, hey, we're having fun here. Obviously, we're not really playing. We're the Mm -hmm. Chili Peppers. Here's our song. Listen to it. Buy our record. That's pretty cool. But they were kicked off the show, apparently. They were said after the rehearsal, they were told they could not be on the show. What? So obviously, Super Bowl... They're they're going to be there. They're obviously not going right. to screw around like that. Right. But they choose, and the shot, the famous shot that's going around the interwebs these days of a close of a flea's base with a little hole where the plug normally mm-hmm. goes, right. completely devoid of any cord or little battery pack, transmit pack. So brilliant. You think okay? Yeah. Or is it just somebody, one of his road guys, grabbed the base and handed it to me and ran out? No. no or was they, it? You think it was a conscious thought? I think they purposely said, "All right, fucking, let just don't even plug him in." Yeah, I think I think they're going to take credit for that. Yeah. But I'm going to fail on the side of the, they, they came out of the bus, out of the trailer. They were rushed on stage. The, the guitar tech handed uh, the two guitarists their instruments, mm-hmm. and they just ran up there. That's me being Mr. Analytical. I don't give them that much credit for we're going to send this message, message to the world that we're really mm-hmm. not playing. Have we seen that one video where they do everything backwards? Uh, I... Ugh. God, I don't know. I'm not like in the show. desert, like some kind of salt flat, and everything yeah. they do is like. Well, that's give it away now, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Do you know well, how hard not... it is to move backwards like that? Well, I think they These ran guys the video backwards. No, they, Dave, Jack, Jack. What? They ran the footage backwards. Really? Yeah. Well, that's genius. <laughs> well, that's that's even smarter. Thank that's you. working smart, not hard. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll be back with Act Three of the. All right, I will not be back after this break. Oh, I have you to won't. run out. So let me just say, Brian. Yeah, any thoughts? These ribs are fantastic. Okay, now. They're just so good. Can we have Christopher Lambert, Lambert say goodbye to us and maybe wrap up this act? <laughs> These. <laughs> Put him on the spot. Yeah. Um, Hang on, Mr. Lambert. Yes. We want you to do a performance with Cox and Dagger at the halftime of the next Super Bowl. Will they be plucking in their instruments? Well, they're going to have to fake it and play to a background track. But we want you to play your part from Highlander. Yes. I will do it. Okay. Because right now I'm eating dog food somewhere <laughs> in Wisconsin in a studio apartment. Why have I been forgotten? All I'm right. awesome. Okay, but one thing. You're, you're, we, you're not allowed to wear the kilt. What? Oh, you, you, can't, you can't wear the kilt. We're going to add the kilt in digitally later. That's fine. I'm actually French. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we we'll back act three of the Brian Howard show right after this. There can be only one.
Maybe that's the way I should... I don't know. Instead of opening a rib restaurant, I think I should just basically... Uh, if you know where I live, you come in, I feed you two or three ribs, or barbecue of some kind, pulled pork, possibly, whatever. And then you hop in your car and you leave, like Dave did. Hit and run. Hit and run. That's a good name for a restaurant. Probably already is, I would imagine. Maybe. Ribbon run. Stop and rob. Stop and <laughs> Stop Wait, that's and for the convenience store. Stop and rob. Welcome back. This is your internet bunny, Brian Howard. Thank you for listening. As I said in the last break, you can support the show through the PayPal link. Through the PayPal link. And with that very idea in my brain right now, I want to throw some special love out to Stephen Banker. You know why. Thank you very much. Michael Vieson. It's because of Stephen's last name. Banker? Yeah. Now, these are good people that have given to the show recently. Michael Vieson. I hope I say your name correctly. Lee Ann Melhorn. Thank oh, you very really? much. Yeah. That's my dear, sweet friend, Leanne. Leanne Melhorn. Yeah. Am I saying her last name right? At Melhorn Denny. Melhorn, yeah, She's well, married, but no. But, all right. But that's her, yeah. Don't, don't, don't blow her cover. Whoops. And Art Spell, all those folks have given recently to the show. I want to thank all of you for your donations. Without your donations, uh, I couldn't pay for my web hosting that hosts the show and the broadband and all that. And money to the good people that have been in the show, which I owe you some money, Jack. Sweet. See, I'm on record saying I owe you money. Nice. Uh, and thank you for tuning in. Uh, the, another way to support the show besides just giving away, giving it to us directly through the PayPal link, if you just want to kind of do regular shopping and regular purchasing of things in your life. Anything. Anything. Amazon is a great place to do that. But don't stop right there. I saw what you're about to do. You're about to start typey, typey, typing on your little typing machine, dot www.amazon.com. Don't do that. Next time you want to go shopping at Amazon, go over to brianhowardcomedy.com, go to the podcast page, and right there, about midway down, right above the listing of all the episodes, is a, the largest link on the page. Largest ad on the page is an Amazon ad. I can't tell you what it looks like because it's one of those ads that changes. It's it's fed by another server. Yep. I guess all the tech guys would tell me. Sometimes there's an image of uh, Xbox on it. Sometimes there's an image of a book or a uh, record on it. Or a, kin- or a Kindle. Or a Kindle. Yeah. Or a Kindle. Does Amazon own Kindle? Oh, that's their yep. thing. Okay. Or a Kindle. Don't let that spook you. The link takes you to Amazon. And by clicking that link, it's one of those click-through thingy-majiggers. You know about those, don't you? Yep. Know, you know you know about them, right, Jack? Yep. People go to Amazon through that link. They click on it. It'll open up another tab, another window in their browser, and boom, they're at Amazon just like they normally would be. Only now, any purchasing they do... The Brian Howard Show gets a little bit of something on the back end. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. A little bit of love. All right. Loving in the back end is how I like it. Okay. Uh, we get a little taste. Remember in, uh, in, in Godfather three, 2 where the guy comes up to the car when uh, the young uh, Vito Corleone is driving around delivering the garments and he says, but in Italian, he says, but he's really saying, I need to get a little taste. <laughs> That's the worst fake Italian That was the best. That was the best fake Italian. And underneath the little subtitles say, you know, I should be allowed to wet my beak. But he had that great voice. Yeah. You guys know that scene I'm talking about. I should be allowed to wet my beak. That's Vito. Oh. This is the guy talking to Vito. A younger Vito. Oh, gotcha. Godfather 2. Anyway... That's how it works, folks. You buy whatever you'd normally buy at Amazon. If you buy your clothes there, buy it. If you buy your records, listen to me, records, your audio files there. You kids have no idea. When we were kids, we just said records, and it was awesome. Yep. You have to say iTunes or whatever. Buy whatever you're going to buy. Music, recordings, books, 
games, clothing, stool softener. You can buy everything there now. Buy it through that link. Don't go directly to Amazon, folks. Go over to my page first, brianhowardcomedy.com. Go to the podcast page. Click on the Amazon link. Make your purchases. Guess what? It doesn't cost you a cent more than it normally would. Not one thin dime more. Amazon just shares a little bit of that income with us over here at the Brian Howard Show. That's how it works. A lot of people are doing it that way. That's kind of the economy of the new media revolution, which we are, of course, a part of. And would you, we want you guys to support us because without you guys supporting us, we have to rely on somebody that tells us what to say. And as the music fades down, by the way, that was uh, Beulah and the Beat, our show music. You can buy the album also from our website. It'll take you to an Amazon link. Same deal there. Buy the music. They're a kick-ass rock and roll band that we love. Yeah. If we ever do a live show, they would be the house band in oh. a perfect world. Hell yeah. Anyway, we are back. We've already said goodbye to Dave Cox. Actually, we killed him. We harvested his ribs. And and Jack, by the way, won the rib from the last episode just for that wonderful com- explanation of what a proto hippie is. <laughs> There's still some confusion. The, it sounded that was worthy of winning. Oh well, my it, god! I think you confused yourself. The look in your face was wonderful. I wish we was were it, a video podcast. But. That's why we need to do a live podcast. We got to talk to Buell and the Beat and get this thing and do it. Do one yeah. live. Yeah, we'll try. But you were explaining. Anyway, I don't want to backtrack on the show. Anyway, so uh, we're going to take some listener questions. We had some really good listener questions uh, from my Facebook page. I, I put it up on my Facebook, and I also put it up on the show's Facebook page, which obviously is, uh, is facebook.com, front slash, The Brian Howard Show. Go on over there. Like it today. The more people like that, the easier we can communicate with you all, let you know when a new episode's up, let you know. Keep the conversation going, things like that. I actually had a comment. Oh, God, I kind of want to backtrack on it. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, actually, I'll do it right now. Uh, I'll just jump around the, the internet here right in front of me. A few episodes ago, I think it was an episode that you and I were both on, uh, Jack. And Jenny was here, too. It was the one where we were talking about the guys that put on the doll heads. Oh, the 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 uh, female um, yeah. uh, sex doll what, heads? Yeah, what was that? I don't remember what it was called, but it was just a, a, a fetish. Yeah, there was a fetish, and you guys can look it up uh, through our episode listings. I don't know what that episode was called, but a woman called us out for actually getting some of the vernacular wrong, and I'm trying to find it because I want to give her credit because she was probably right, and we were probably and, and wrong. And that's what we want. We want, you, we want a dialogue exactly. with the listeners. Exactly. We want the dialogue. Okay, from there. Oh, God, I'm doing this live on the show. Ah, crap. I'm not going to be able to find it. Anyway, her her point was that I think we used the term um, transvestite. Yeah, yeah. All right. To dis- oh, I think I read this. Yeah, to describe a woman. Uh, oh, here it is. Oh, here we go. I found it. Okay, I think. Okay. Uh, do a live set. This is your show. Okay. Uh, it's a, oh, it's a, it's a it's a guy named Jake Mock. I thought it was a woman. Uh, Jake. Uh, called us out uh, after that episode because basically we described, I described probably, and maybe you back me up as well, but I'll take credit that I described him as a transvestite. Yeah, I think I said the word. Okay. A man dressing as a woman, transvestite, in my opinion. Uh, He says, uh, and he also agrees, says you guys should do a live chat sometime listening to your bit on transvestites. Maybe you want to jump in and say, no, no, no. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Uh, Jump in. Exclamation point, by the way. He says, that's a cross-dresser. 
And of course I responded, shut the hell up, get off my website. No, no, no. I said, we looked in, you know, you know, that's great to let us know. And he goes on to explain, from my understanding, this is uh, Jake talking about it right now and having a friend who's a cross dresser. Uh, when you said that a transvestite was a guy who wears women's clothing, which I think I'm pretty certain that I did, that's actually mostly uh, what a cross-dresser is. A transvestite, and here he goes on to explain, also usually acts more closely to the opposite gender mm-hmm. than their born gender. So I think what he's saying, and, and, and we're taking you at your word here, Jake, and I guess he's right, uh, and, and we stand corrected, uh, a cross-dresser would be you and I sitting in this room right now, both wearing dresses, but we're still talking in our regular voices, talking about regular stuff, not trying to be perceived as women. And a transvestite would be us doing the same thing and yet affecting the mannerisms of a female, maybe even the voice, the way that we move. I'm going to, yeah, I I think that's what Jake is getting at. So, Jake, thank you for commenting on the show. Thanks for clearing that up. Uh, That explains a lot. explains a lot about uh, all those summers at my uncle's house. And t- talking about my candy. What? Talking about my sweet candy. Okay. <laughs> you ever see Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil? Yeah. Yeah, that one transvestite. Oh, the famous transvestite. Talking about her candy. Lady Miss... No, that's Lady Miss Kerr from the CNC Music Factory. Oh. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. No, but I think she does go by the the, the Lady Miss... The Lady something, yeah. Oh, what's yeah. her name? It's fantastic is what she is. Well, she's like, ooh, I got the hot She's getting a little older now. Yeah. But but I saw her recently on a Food Network thing. Uh, some Food Network basic cable host went down there to Savannah, right? I yeah, believe, which Savannah, is, yep. which is her uh, domicile, her 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 uh, range, I should say. Mm-hmm. And he went out to dinner with her, and she spoke about you know her history and whatnot. Can't remember her name. That's cool. Hmm. And did she talk about her candy? Uh, she probably did. Okay, probably Good. did. Okay. Do you think about how many? Do you know any transvestites? I don't think so. I have a few fans. Uh, but I don't know them personally, but I see them at gigs I do. And here's the question, and maybe this is another one for Jake out there, uh, and this is more of just a matter of opinion. How do you refer, how would you refer to your transvestite friend? Like just then we referred to that trans, that famous one in Savannah as her, her, as her, 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 her. Definitely. Her. Okay. Because she's emulating a woman. Right. But if you don't, then it's, you're totally a guy. If you, I get, I get it now. I get now, what bi- Jake b- is saying. Biologically, okay, but this we're on a separate subject now. Jake is right about whether or not. Yeah, you're right. We got that part down. I'm mm-hmm. putting that beside, on, on the back burner now. Now I'm asking about how do we refer to the transvestite who is absolutely emulating being a woman, you uh, but to, has boy tackle. You refer to her as a her. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 think do, so. I do as I well. Think so. I do as well. I if do it, for clarity's sake. I do for ease of communication. I know they they have a penis. They I mean, may still, yeah. but not for long. Well, well, then they're transgender, I guess. If, yeah, right. Isn't transgender oh. would be the next step. So we're kind of getting it. We're getting this little evolutionary chart. Yeah. <laughs> well, not really. Maybe some guys that are like to cross dress have no desire to be a woman. Jake, help. <laughs> no, I think we got it down. I just wanted to know how you would refer because I have a few fans at a few fairs uh, I do uh, around the country, a few gigs I've performed at regularly, who are often there, who are transvestites, I guess, because they show up and they are absolutely in makeup completely oh, and yeah. everything and dresses. I, I know one. But when I but talk to exactly, them, they, yeah. they don't affect the voice. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't. Yeah. The, the ones that I talk to just say, oh, good show today. Hey, I was wondering, you know, later on, I mean, you're, you know, and they, you know, they kind of talk about social stuff and I haven't really seen them socially, but they're very kind and very cool and they just chit chat the way any fan or friend of the show does. Yeah. But it's a guy in a dress, totally done up like a woman. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. 
Yeah. And and um, you're right. She she does totally talk normal. Yeah. With her regular voice. Yeah. Not extraordinarily deep baritone or anything. No. But uh, she not, doesn't. Not, she doesn't do like the soft affected thing. Right. You know? And a lot of people that I think try to do the feminine voice as men. They tend to fall back to Southern. Something about the Southern attempt at a yeah. female voice, which you can almost make it into a cartoon voice. Therefore, it's more believable. Because that's what it is. It's, it's a caricature. That's my impre- Is that Basically. a pretty good one? That's a good one. Okay. Brown, I think we both just became transvestites. A little bit, except we're supposed to wearing our regular khaki shorts and T-shirts. I'm really wearing a dress underneath all this. Then you're a closeted transvestite. You need to admit who you are. I'm doing that right now, Brian Howard. All right. Mr. Mans. All right, Jack Daggers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so thanks for clearing that up. And that's why we want you over at the Facebook page. Every week we're going to basically drop in over there and read a complaint. Yeah, it's the errata part of the show. Yeah. Actually, Jack was cool. Uh, Jack. Jake was very cool about it. He was uh, just uh, trying to uh, clarify. So thank and, you. And thanks. Yeah, yeah thanks, uh, Jake. Uh, so so some questions. Uh, uh, first question. uh this is Rick Koch, uh, but we kind of already addressed this. Who do you think would win in a debate between Bieber and Ken Ham about the RHCP, the Red Hot Chili Peppers fake playing this? Okay, first of all, this guy, we don't do the show live, so he had no idea we were going to address all those issues. That's funny. In the show. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because I have the Ken Ham and uh, Bill, Bill Nye, Nye. Uh, thing down in my notes here. Uh, if you missed that, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday there was a debate. Uh, held at uh, Ken Ham, who is a famous uh, evangelist. Of, well, it, I don't know who he is. Not really. Oh, you don't know the story no. at all. Okay, well, let me fill you I mean, in. I, Ken, I don't have an idea of what happened. I just don't know who the heck Ken Ham is. Ken Ham is a Christian gentleman who started a museum on presenting uh, 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 create, uh, uh, intelligent design. You know, okay. evo- anti-evolution. I'm not sure if there's. I guess intelligent design is the term. Uh, as if it's science fact. Okay, based on religious, you know, and he's a very religious man. He believes the earth is 6,000 years old. Okay. Okay, so he he's hardcore. I believe this. This is the fact, and here's the fact that backs it up. Now, he himself is an Australian gentleman, and he has a, some science background, and he has got a degree. He's got a PhD, a few things. So he doesn't sound, because I watched the debate, and I admit, I admit this quite freely over the air right now, that I was being somebody that doesn't agree with his viewpoint. I was almost hoping for him to sound like an idiot. Just really, I, I wanted to almost come out and says, "Well, I don't know much about nothing, but I, you know, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking." But he didn't, you know. He's 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 not a he's not a moron, you know. He's a he's this guy. I don't agree with uh, his his philosophies on on this particular thing. Whether you believe in God or not is irrelevant, as far as I'm concerned. With this conversation, it's really a conversation, and this was what how the debate was framed between should intelligent design be treated as equal science to evolution and that yeah, is, d- yeah. does, does it have the tenets to use i guess a religious concept of science i didn't know that intelligent design was a, a focus of the debate because i have some issues with intelligent design that well that was the entire focus of the debate what's uh, your issue is the issue is um did you see that sh- that movie or the documentary called uh, i think religious religious religion religiosity it's religiosity. A, the bill maher movie i believe okay not that one then. oh not religious uh, there, okay. there was the one with um Dry eyes. <laughs> that, that guy? Is that your clue? Wait, wait. Do the clue again, and I'll try to get this actor person. Do you have dry eyes? I have no idea. What you're ben doing. Stein. Oh, Ben Stein. Yeah, yeah. Dry eyes. You were saying. Yeah, I, I said dry ice. Oh, dry eyes. <laughs> ben Stein. Bueller, Famous, Cameron uh, Fry. You know, he was an advisor for Nixon. 
No kidding. Yeah. I didn't know that. Anyway. He's a very intelligent guy. Yeah. And uh, he did a documentary on intelligent design, trying to get down to the bottom of it. And uh-huh. it was very enlightening. Mm-hmm. The guys, the proponents of intelligent design, from what I understand, are really trying to separate themselves from the Christian right and say that we're not saying it's creationism. We're just saying we don't know. There's the word, saying, by the way, creationism. Creationism. We're not saying it's that. What it is. It's, we're, we're not related to creationism. Mm-hmm. Intelligent design merely. Uh, There's a faction the trying to separate themselves from hardcore fundamentalist Christians. Is That's faith, oh, faith-based. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know this. The intelligent design community—they're um, looking at things like the fact that we have binary code in mm-hmm. our DNA, mm-hmm. and some weird things that point to some sort of creative element, mm-hmm. some sort of intelligent something that designed us. In a sense, as a just experiment, FYI, uh, put their fingers in the in the poop and then <laughs> smear it around, and then here we are. <laughs> the fingers in the poop, yeah, or the the um, what what, they, what they call it? The, it's like uh, you're making an orc. It's like it's yeah, <laughs> it's a like golem. A, yeah, a golem, exactly. Yeah, um, what was it? The uh, ooze, the primordial ooze. Okay, so you're saying that in this other film, and this is kind of uh, it's a counterpoint to the religious. Gotcha. One. Yeah, I I don't know the film. I don't know the reference you're making, but it, uh, I I so I have nothing I can say in response to it, other than I I would be willing to guess, and this is just a, a pulling out of my ass guess that that group is that wants to separate itself from the Christian observation of an intelligent design concept is probably if you follow the money or follow the logic or follow the the pedigree of the people you could probably trace it back to a church based initiative i maybe. would guess maybe i would guess i would guess it's an, they're trying to find a back door in maybe but that to, was the point the, of the, the documentary was to show that it was that's the, interesting that's the, no, i'd like to see that now so yeah. i'm going to look that up when i get off the show here yeah I, i'm not really no, you're not. Anyway, so uh, so anyway, they debated, and it was very. I didn't want to get into it on the show, actually, but it, but this Rick Koch here, we kind of got sidetracked. He, he talked about a lot of stuff. He finishes his question to say uh, a debate between Bieber and Ken Ham about the Red Hot Chili Peppers fake plane at the uh, at the state of the Super Bowl. He combines State of the Union in there. That's nice. Please provide esoteric facts to back up your argument, preferably in Aramaic. <laughs> That's the best question I've yeah. ever heard or request yeah. or comment. He touched on almost everything in, in pop culture right now. <laughs> uh, to which I watched, uh, just touch upon it quickly, uh, I watched it a little bit. I've, I already I've made very clear my opinion on the, on the issue. R- religion or not, I think there can be science, and if you have faith in your life, the two don't have to be connected. And I think a lot of people that are faith-based don't even like Ken Ham in a way because they're thinking, why why connect the two? Faith is, by definition, meaning that there is no real proof. There is no proof it yeah. is a faith. You have it in your heart. And if you have it in your heart, good for you. I have no problem with that. It's not who I am, but I have no problem with anybody who believes anything. And I believe probably some stuff that you think would be asinine, but I just believe it in my heart for whatever reason. What, Zenu? Zenu, of course. Yeah. El Zenu. Uh, and I believe these things. And, and who gives a damn? As long as you're not hurting another person, I could care less. The reason why this is an issue, and I guess the reason why Bill Nye felt compelled to finally go there and debate, or I guess he openly went there, and people people had a problem with that. People on the scientific side of things said, why? Humor him? Well, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a idea right now going around in the world of media that when you, and this came out a lot when that crazy, that nutty lady that, uh, She's the dentist woman from San Diego. She's from another country. She's American, but she has this really strong accent. I think she's I think she's Israeli. And I may get this wrong, guys. I apologize if I do. She's one of the big time birther people. Uh the, the oh, Obama really? was born in Africa type deal. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. And uh not just Africa. 
Kenya. Kenya, yeah, be specific. Yeah. Uh, and the argument there was a lot of people were saying these were me- people that studied media was if you put her on a split screen on one side and on the other side you put what whether you agree with their politics or not but a relatively reasonable person – it kind of equates the two. Gotcha. Now, you could put Walter Cronkite on the other side, somebody revered by almost everybody in the country. He's not alive anymore, but if he were on the other side from this crazy lady, you go, oh, well, this is an equal argument, and it's not. Now, but but that's what TV does now. It puts the crazy argument up there because, of course, it holds your focus, and it goes back to what I was saying in the last act, that people like to get frustrated. They like to get angry at the screen, like to yell at their Facebook. They like to yell at uh, news stuff. So that's why most of our news outlets these days, on the on television at least, are mostly opinion-based. Because and and you know why? Why? Why you, or what? It yeah. keeps you watching commercials. That's yeah. why it's so inflammatory. Follow the money. The news. It yeah. says, "Oh, things are crazy. I believe that this and that and the other." Oh my god, I can't. I'm not. I gotta watch this. Yeah. Well, and most people don't watch drink the, Coke. Yeah, I, I don't think the conservatives will watch MSNBC, and I don't think that liberals will watch Fox so much. But both those networks cover what's being said on the other network as if that's news, and that's it's getting a little insane out there. I have my own, my own political views; they're based on my own perceptions of the world. I try to avoid the the the, the need to. Um, Feel that addiction, yeah. That 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 oh, rage addiction. I'm right. so pissed that person said that. In fact, this week I'm not going to get into it, but I made a very, uh, very what I thought was a very simple little funny joke comment on somebody making a, a political meme that wasn't that was a bit hypocritical, and I merely pointed out the hypocrisy of it. You got to find I, that and show I me. I may have pissed somebody off after the show. I want to sure, that. not a huge deal, but I may have pissed somebody off, and it was only meant to say, hey, and it wasn't politically inspired. Like, oh, I agree with this and not with you because you don't agree with me. Right. It was the fact that well, you're saying something that is hypocritical and. By the way, here's why. It was explaining the formula, basically. Uh, yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. I basically uh, called them out for the fact that, hey, you put this picture up here. This picture was not really well thought out. The meme has some words in it that maybe, and here's a little bit of history, and now maybe you can readjust your meme <laughs> yeah. and look at it in a little more measured, logical light. And damn me for trying. Anyway, we're off on a little tangent there. Uh, Mark Meads points out that today is today, uh, Wednesday, uh, the fifth of February, is National World Nutella Day. I didn't know that. I just want to smear that on my body. <laughs> Which is more important than any of those things. You like Nutella? I love Nutella. It's the love hate thing. It is love hate, and you're on love. I, I'm on the love. I guess I'm on love. I could smear that on my junk, and I'm, if I was only flexible enough, I'd have a great uh, afternoon. Why would you need it? If you were flexible enough, you wouldn't need the Nutella. No, but if you added Nutella to that equation, <laughs> imagine how delicious that would be. I know, but that's how asinine is that? If you that's could so pleasure, much more motivating. Really? Having Nutella on your junk, that would motivate you to get down there faster and stay down there longer. Oh, I, can, I can't unhear any of this. Yeah, it's good stuff. I, I'm bothered by the fact that you need a Nutella to actually make it. Because if you could... You see what I'm saying? Do you know how much hot yoga you have to take before you can complete that equation? Uh, no, and I don't want to know. Hot yoga, I mean, I mean, uh, Nutella helps that. Okay. It cuts it in half, cuts that time in half because you're more motivated. Yeah, but people are into that. Some people are into smearing yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're, they're called sploshers. Sploshers? Sploshers. And our, sploshers. Our, our good friend Marilyn Adam, who um, has a lot of good comments. She's uh, Oh, this is an older comment on the Older show. comment on the yeah. show. Uh, she asked why these dating sites exist, and one of them is called SploshDating.com, and it's for people who love to do what I just described, and that's uh, involve food yeah. items okay. in their sexual practices. Right. So any edible item, whether it's a spread 
or a fruit or a compote. Yeah. Or a or a or a relish. A relish. Anything you want, you can smear it on and, and get it on. And if you're like that, yeah. you can go to splashdating.com. She also asked about two other websites. One's called farmersonly.com. Yeah. Because if you're a farmer, right. you know. By the way, farmers have access to a lot of things that can be splashed. Oh, you better believe it. So why don't we just combine those? Splash farmers. Splashfarmers.only.com. Listen, about the splashing, I don't need to know the third one. What is it really quick? Clown passions. Okay, I didn't want to know that one. Okay. I could tell you. Is that clown, people getting into clown makeup and having sex? I could see that one. You could see that one? Sure. I have a particular fantasy about that. Do you want to hear about it? Yes. You have it's, to ask it's, me. It's um. I don't want to call it a fetish because it's. I've never realized this what fantasy. Fetish has a bad, uh, you know. Fetish has a, to me just seems nothing like wrong something. with the word fetish or even having a fetish. No, fetishes are fine, but yeah. fetish indicates um, consistency. Like it's something you like to do. Right. Right. Uh, fantasy is something you like would like to happen someday. Right. Okay. And in my fantasy, I think comedically speaking, vomiting. It's one of the funniest things the human body could do. Wait, didn't we talk about this last week off the air? Oh, okay. You've already shared this. I with roped me. you right into it. Oh, you bastard. Uh huh. Now you can't unhear okay, any of this ahead, again. Go ahead. You know go ahead. Else? Okay. Then clowns, I think, are inherently hilarious as well. I, I'm not one of the the hipsters who's, who subscribes to the cowrophobia. Like, oh, clowns are so scary. Fuck Wait, you is, that a, is that a real thing? Cowrophobia? Cowrophobia is the fear of clowns. Okay, what's the first word? Cowl? Yeah, like C-A-U-L. Okay, cowrophobia. Okay, fair enough. And um, I learned something. It's so popular to, to, to be afraid of clowns. Like, well, to whatever, say that to say to that, say you that you're afraid of clowns. Like, fuck you, people. Right like, in my philosophy, people trying to be interesting. I mean, like, they, yeah, exactly. Shut up. Clowns might I'm be enraged. annoying sometimes, but yeah. if they're a good clown, they're fucking funny. Yeah, so I've my seen some fantasy, great clowns in my life. Yeah, me too. Funny. So my fantasy was to, to like um, be sexually involved with a really hot female clown. Okay, but we're sexually involved. I'm behind her. In, and, uh, in doggy style. In doggy style, as, as Lucy dog. speaks up and, and voices her interest in this particular situation. I believe we're getting a package here at the studio. I think we are. And um, no pun keep intended. Going, no, keep going. And I'm behind the said hot female clown. And um, just at the moment of ejaculation, yeah. female clown vomits. <laughs> oh, no. Female clown throws up all over the pillows. Oh, God. Now, look. Wait I'm, a minute. I'm the kind of guy that. No, stop. You don't get to keep talking after that. You get what? to say that, and it has to stay there, and the listeners have to be able to pull over to the side of the road for a second. Okay. Just because you don't. You, you're about to glean over it, weren't you? I was just going to. You were going to move on from there. Not really. I was going to clarify more about it. So, well, I will clarify this You can in a second. Okay. Just to reiterate, you just expressed on a medium which is being heard worldwide if they choose to. If they choose to. We've got listeners across in other countries. Possibly. Sex with a clown, a uh, female clown. Hot female clown. Hot female Oh, is yeah. there any other kind? No. Uh, in the uh, particular sexual position, not missionary, not reverse cowgirl, not but but the- From behind. because I don't, I don't like, like the term doggy style. I don't like the, the name doggy yeah. style. Yeah. Whatever it says in the Karma Sutra. That's why I say from behind. Let's go with- Okay. Yeah, because I don't want to get the vomit on me. No, because that would be- That would be That sick. would be gross. <laughs> Jesus. Let's parse this with the world's smallest laser. Okay. That would be gross. That would be disgusting. And at the moment of your pleasure. At the moment of, of my climactic pleasure, endeavor. Thank you. Yes. The, the, uh, the clown you are having. hot female clown. Yes. 
Um, she vomits. Vomits. She okay. expels the contents of her stomach. <sighs> now, does the... <laughs> And the reason is I it think clown it, vomit? Are there colors? There's is rainbow. It, it's a rainbow, rainbow of fruit flavors. It's a rainbow of fruit <laughs> vomit. And there's more. I love the fact there's that more. for you, that's not the end of no, this expression. And the, the reason I, I, I'm so I have this weird fantasy is because <laughs> clowns are funny, yes, right? Yes. And vomiting. I, I don't uh, care who you are. If you're vomiting, I'll I'll help you and like hold your hair back or whatever and take care of you. But I'm laughing. I'm going to be laughing because it's fucking funny. When people vomit, that shit's fucking funny. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at the fact that you're vomiting. And I'll help take care of you. Why is that funny I, to you? I don't know. It just is. Some people burp and fart is and think that's sound? funny. Is, and it is. is it, but the, uh, it just cracks me the fuck up. When I see someone vomit in, in movies, like in Super Troopers, like at the end when uh-huh. that guy's vomiting like angrily into the toilet, yeah. I, I almost pissed my pants. I'm okay. laughing so fucking hard. But it'd be a clown vomiting, so it's more like... <laughs> And vomiting. <laughs> but because of my compulsive reaction to vomiting, that I, I start to cackle and laugh. Yeah. I just think that if if the, the person was to vomit right when I came, oh god, that would it would make me laugh, and right. it would either do one of two things: ruin the ejaculatory experience, right. or heighten it to a level that I've never experienced before in my life. So okay, and I'm willing to take the chance. We're going to wrap the show up now, but I just want to say that because <laughs> we have to, we have to, we can't. There was more to talk about, but as you see on the time, we're going a little long, and we got stuff to do, so we're going to have to wrap it up there. We're sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We cannot clear your mental palate of the image of Jack mounting a clown and uh, and at moment of ecstasy having the clown projectile vomit would be best. Yeah. Some yeah. sort of fruity uh, clown vomit. There's a scientific term for vomiting. I can't think of what it's called. Vomiting. Vomit. Well, What's te- wrong? Uh, like expunks the spell. doesn't matter. Vomit's whatever. a fine enough word. Yeah. Oh, I was going to add something. I can't remember what it was now. I, interrupt, I interrupted you. Uh, yeah, but it's all right. That's okay. Well, they're, okay. So you can go to the website clownpassions.com and uh, <laughs> I'm past the ability if to we do were, so. If we were in the... Okay, I want, now, now I really want my time machine because I want to know if that's going to be how we find you on your last day. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> Like how we found Carradine hanging in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to see me down in Orlando at the yeah. Clown College. Yeah. Famous uh, variety artist and knife thrower Jack Daggard found dead today, <laughs> covered in clown vomit. <laughs> and strangely, around his crotchal area, covered in clown white makeup. makeup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Where are we? Can we see you? Uh, tell about the uh, game show channel. Oh, oh, we're doing. I'm going up to Sacramento, or oh, the SAC, as we'd like to call it. No one really calls it. Uh, we're going to Sacramento this weekend because on uh, Sunday, Monday, not the 9th and the 10th, we're shooting a TV show. Uh, so we're having these auditions for burlesque performers, and I can't tell you too much more about the name right. of it because it's, it's an upcoming show, All reality right. show. All right, don't get but, yourself in trouble. But I'm, I'll be on the road, so anyone up in the Northern California area, I'll hope I'll try to come see you. Yeah, if you live in Northern California or listen to the show and a fan of Jack Daggers, I guess contact with him over on Facebook. To the people of Southern Florida, uh, I'm going to be in your. I'm going to be within you, within you, without you. Hell yeah! Uh, if you're a clown, Jack might be within you. I'm going to be in South Florida starting this weekend and for the following six weekends, including President's Day Monday, which I believe is the 17th of February. You guys, please check my math on that. I could be wrong. It's not this Monday, but next. As part of the Florida Renaissance Fair, doing my variety comedy thing that I do in the Renaissance Fair world, going by the name of Broom. So come on out to the uh, Florida Renaissance Fair. Just search that in Google. 
their web URL, URL I will put into the liner notes. Go over there and get your tickets. Come check me out doing uh, my thing. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for supporting the show. Remember to click on the Amazon link. Uh, to do your Amazon shopping so we get a little something on the back end. Uh, and remember, if you don't feel like buying something through the Amazon link but you think the show is worthwhile, you want to keep this kind of uh, unadulterated, uh, unedited, uh, completely uncorporatized talk conversation going. There's a sentence. That is a sentence. Talk conversation going. Please drop something into the PayPal link. Without you supporting the show, you would not have heard about Jack's fantasy of how he will no doubt one day leave the planet Earth. Calrophilia? Calrophilia. So, on behalf of the indomitable and, if I'm using that word correctly, and uh, willing to share many things, Jack Dagger, the no longer present but was very helpful, including his Christopher Lambert impression, Dave Cox, this is Brian Howard, saying, cheers, everybody.